we are back with a an abridged version of the Let's Hash It Out Fantasy Football Podcast here on the Fourth in Twenty Fantasy Football Network. Woo! I'm here with Jerry. How you doing today, brother? Oh, pretty good, man. I think you're probably about as good as you're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> doing pretty well. So uh, we're not going to do our usual format of going through all the games this week. You know, if you are still alive in the fantasy. You know, for the fantasy football championships, we're going to, you know, say you got to stick with your top players. Of course, pay attention a little bit uh, to the injury report. We'll kind of go on to some big news, and maybe you're going to decide if you're going to play, you know, Jamal Williams because Aaron Jones got hurt or something like Todd that. Todd Gurley, unfortunately. you got to monitor the Todd Gurley situation, of course. Uh, and so we'll get into that. So there's a few things to monitor. You definitely don't want to play Cam Newton. If you, <laughs> if, well, actually, if you're playing Cam Newton, you're not in the fantasy finals. Yeah, most probably likely, right? not. Probably so, not. Uh, you kind of you, if you're at this point, you know how to play the game. So we're not going to go through and give advice on each and every game. Uh, we're going to kind of go over how our fantasy seasons went, any surprises, uh, any disappointments. Um, talk a little smack talk because uh, Jerry and I are facing off in a uh, league that we uh, very much care about. It's a, a keeper league where you keep two players uh, from you can keep them forever, and then you uh, lose the draft pick. Uh, that you yeah. drafted that player in, and uh, Jerry somehow has made it to the, had a great season and made it to the finals, uh, keeping Le'Veon Bell and Cam Newton. I don't know uh, uh, how he pulled that off. And then uh, Jerry knocked me out of the finals of an eight-person auction PPR auction league that uh, I had a great year. I think I was eleven and twelve and two. I think was my the record. highest scoring team and the highest point averaging team per week. Yeah, uh, and the pre- the previous week I had beaten Jerry by about hundred and twelve points. It was horrible <laughs> to knock Jerry down to seven and seven. And but then this week, this past week was sweet, then, sweet revenge. And then he got sweet revenge, beating me like two hundred to one sixty two or something like that. Uh, Derek Henry, you are. A devil to me. Uh, I will always love you. All right. And as usual, I kick it over my co-host to discuss uh, what he's uh, token on today. What are you token on over there, Jerry? Some BCD, Blue City Diesel, uh, from a Freedom Farm town. (coughs) And it is pretty much your standard standard Blue City Diesel that you see around Portland and Northwest. (coughs) Blue City Diesel, a uh, (laughs) fan favorite around here. It has a uh, very unique smell and taste. And when it's grown right, it's uh, nice and smooth. So, yep, I'm sure it's treating Jerry right over there. It's definitely treating me right. I like the fantasy football guys. <laughs> so, uh, Jerry, let's get into. Uh, well, before we get into, let's get into some latest news just to get that out of the way. Uh, looks like Cam Newton's expected to miss a game against Falcons, like we mentioned. So, not only does that affect Cam, you know, like you know, some people. If you're still surviving, I guess, you know, Curtis Samuel, likely, you know, I'd probably downgrade every um, Panther, you know, but uh, I think Christian McCaffrey still <coughs> got to still roll with him. I doubt you're going to have a better running back than Christian McCaffrey. No? I think I think maybe, well, maybe Christian, yeah, probably if they do what I think they're going to do, they're going to use a lot of, I think actually Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore maybe may have more upside here as far as, like, they're the guys that usually work the middle of the field, screen plays, uh, um, Wide receiver runs, so they may actually get more play here in this because they're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's their who's their backup? Like you were saying earlier. <laughs> Good question. As I look as I look that up, I mean, wouldn't you rather go on if you 
worked the waiver wire and Robbie Anderson was out there. Went to want to plug in Robbie Anderson this yes, week. Yeah, definitely, right. definitely, especially against Green Bay, which hopefully turns out to be a shootout, unless Aaron Rodgers doesn't play for some reason. Yeah, no, uh, you know, another situation uh, to check out. I mean, in many ways, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, really should be shut down, in my opinion. Uh, what is he playing for? Nothing. Exactly. Uh, you know, if he was completely healthy, then I can see playing him. But, you know, he's been injured right from the beginning of the year. Yeah. And so out of playoff contention, um, why play You know, why play him at this point? Uh, Taylor Heineke, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. I think he's the guy that they brought in to throw a 45-yard pass they needed for oh, Hill Mary yes. that time. Oh, yes. Now so, I remember him, yes. Um, so the way Cam has been – Terrible as of late. Terrible, terrible. as uh, Charles Barkley would say. Uh, Taylor may very well be a step up, but yeah, we haven't really like seen said, very much of him. So, uh, but I would still probably look elsewhere, like Robbie Anderson, if he's available. Uh, Joe Mixon limited by a wrist injury. Zach Ertz dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, Eric Ebron missed practice. T.Y. Hilton absent from practice with an ankle injury. No, no. Um, <laughs> uh, Tyler Boyd misses practice. Uh, just all uh, all players to be. Uh, uh, Tyler Boyd did say he was, or he tweeted out that he thought he was okay. Mm-hmm. I believe. Kenny Galladay limited by chest injury. Todd Gurley is expected to play, but playing the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that they give the backups a little more work. Um, yeah, but when if they know? get if they once they get a lead, you know. But if they don't, so so so, if the scenario turns out that Arizona gets the lead, or is, that means they're going to keep Gurley out there longer. Or well, they when do they take him out if they do have the lead? Well, I mean, all of a sudden after losing a couple of games late, back to back games, um, the. Los Angeles Rams need to hold off the Chicago Bears uh, because the Bears have the tiebreaker. They're just one game up on the Bears, and the Bears have the tiebreaker. And while uh, opening betting lines had um, the Rams favored by 14, uh, these divisional games tend to be a little closer than usual. Yeah, It seems like, kind of ever since the Detroit game, that teams have figured out the Rams' offense a little bit. And from what I understand, it's playing your safeties deep, um, deciding you're not going to bite on play action, yeah, and get after Goff and just hit, keep everything underneath and make them work their way down the field. And they become a much just their offense is not the same, and they're not getting chunk plays down the field, and, and they're not scoring as and much. And Goff's not the same quarterback when you're not falling for the play action, right? Um, you know, in many. Uh, well, the loss of Cooper Cup could have a lot to do with that as well. And there, and there is that as well. They did lose Cooper Cup. Um, you know, there have been some occasions this year where um, the Chiefs, playing the Chiefs, has hurt a team the following week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been um, uh, kind of estimated that chasing around Mahomes and, like, how long you have to cover receivers because Mahomes is buying time rolling out of the pocket. Uh, like uh, Chris Harris, corner for the Denver Broncos, yeah. said that he's never ran as much. Like, he had to get, like, an IV twice. Yeah. He's never had to go, he never he's never had to run so much as he did when they uh, played the Chiefs on Monday night. And then the following week, the uh, 
Denver got waxed by the Jets, right? And then it looks like like Jacksonville after they played the Chiefs in Arrowhead, they've like never been the same like since, yeah. right? And then and that's been the case. The, the defense has like always done worse playing the Chiefs the following week. I feel like the Rams' offense worked in reverse. The Rams' offense worked so well against the Chiefs, putting up fifty four points or whatever against <laughs> Chiefs that it like. It, it made them think they were too good. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, exactly. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they yeah. thought they thought they were like uh, the the greatest offense of all time. It's like oh no, you're just not playing the Chiefs defense every week. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and playing the Bears on the road is a is a different uh, different animal. And then uh, and then even Philly at home. Uh, and so uh, yeah, so I think this game because Arizona's. Arizona's defense is actually pretty good. They can get after the quarterback. They um, held the Chiefs to the lowest point total they've had all year in Arrowhead. And so, and with a blueprint, it seems uh, this game could stay a little closer. So Gurley may have to play. But if, I think if they did manage to get a two touchdown lead, um, then yeah, I think you could. Um, I think you could see Gurley uh, get brought out of the game. But I think yeah. that said, if he's playing in real life, he's got to play on your fantasy team this well, week. Well, I mean, what would stop it from going like a total? using all three backs that they have now. They just picked up C.J. Anderson. I mean, yeah, he, obviously he's not going to be totally ready to go, but, mm-hmm. I mean, he can run straight up the middle, you know. Um, so on that note, I did pick up John Kelly. Yeah, I did um, as well. Yeah, so I did pick up John Kelly just to monitor the situation. Um, but And uh, for some reason they decide to shut down Gurley. Um, you know, you want to plug – I plug him right in as a flex. Yeah. I, I was thinking about it today, and I was like, I have not seen anything. Anything and the two carries he did get, he was two for four yards. Yeah, no, he was he was great in the preseason. <laughs> I know that much. But <laughs> Everybody's great on. in the preseason, yeah, even Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> um, and so let's uh, get into uh, our matchup here in the uh, what we call the the Donkey Keeper, aka sometimes we call the Dynasty League. But Ugh. I just learned that it's a it's really a keeper. Really, a dynasty is like when you keep all your players. So let's keep really play two. Just going to run through uh, my starting lineup as it is now. Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback. Stefan Diggs. Kenny Galladay. Ezekiel Elliott. Joe Mixon. Uh, Trey Burton. Jamal Williams. I got in my flex right now. Greg Zerline is my kicker in New England defense playing Buffalo at home. While uh, Jerry putting his uh, Trubisky trutherness to the test. Starting Mitch Trubisky on the road at San Francisco. Jarvis Landry, Alshon Jeffrey, the return of Melvin Gordon, although he does have a tough matchup playing Baltimore. Uh, James Conner, who uh, definitely won to monitor his situation. Um, so, don't know about James Conner, but right now you got James well, Conner in the lineup. There is an update here. Oh, yeah, what's it say? Um, still not ready to return. So, monitor that. You may need to make an uh, alternative choices for James Conner and it is a late game on Sunday too yeah. so uh you know so your options may be limited so you may need to make your decision uh before um the Sunday morning games you got Eric Ebron at tight end Elijah McGuire who uh you know when most of the fantasy I gotta give Jerry credit when most of the fantasy football world is not paying attention to the New York Jets Jerry always seems to swoop in late in the year with <laughs> be it Bilal Powell one year Elijah McGuire or Robbie Anderson there's Jerry still paying attention to the New York Jets <laughs> hey you gotta find yeah. help where you can <laughs> including their kicker I didn't know the kicker's first name Jay Myers I know what his first name is you got the New York Jets kicker in your lineup now and yeah, who uh, is it, I believe in the top 10 in points this year for kickers so well, that's news to me and then, uh, and then uh, 
the Chicago Bears defense, who's probably of all your pl- of all your players, that's who I fear the most. Because this, this is a <laughs> league, this is a league where like should. tackles for losses and like get get a. Uh, Extra points or whatever. Yeah, or four, so, four, uh, so three and outs. So, yeah. So yeah. De- so defensive players in this league are like second to quarterbacks or and, defensive uh, teams. Yeah, defensive teams are like yeah. second to quarterbacks. So I'm actually uh, uh, most worried about them. Although I think my defense, I feel like I got a safe pick. Uh, even though Josh Allen's coming around, I think it's at least safe that Buffalo, knock on wood, shouldn't put up a bunch of points on New England's defense, <laughs> but uh, still I'm a little worried about the defensive matchup there. So. Yeah, that's why I picked up the Colts, just just so Anthony couldn't get them. <laughs> that is the specific only reason I picked them up. It's like, you know what? Anthony may not like that matchup that he's got right there because that's why I kind of dropped the Patriots in the uh, in the other league, which now my the person that I'm playing in the championship league, he has them. So I hope it works out the way oh, I think it's going to work a, out. Try to pull a bump. Hope that, hope, hopefully that'll, <laughs> that'll, that'll double-cross you. <laughs> But yeah, there. yeah. So this this whole me having the Indianapolis Colts defense against the Giants, that's just to to basically make sure Anthony doesn't get those points. And uh, I will be monitoring Spencer Ware, who was limited. Mm-hmm. You know, if they announce that he's the starter, that could change some things for me in my flex. Um, just because Mixon has uh, gotten injured for a couple games this year, I prepared ahead and did do have uh, Giovanni Bernard on my bench in case for whatever reason Nixon goes out and uh I will monitor Big Ben you know he is playing with some cracked ribs or whatever so uh I do have Deshaun Watson as a as a backup plan in case uh that's things don't go decent. right that's pretty decent yeah. backup plan. uh Jerry he's looking for somebody to fill in for James Conner you got Kalen Balage or Kenyon Drake whoever you want to Plug in from the Miami backfield potentially. Mm-hmm. You could move McGuire into that running back spot and plug in Allen Robinson. Yep. I don't even remember this Hamilton guy's first name. Deshaun Hamilton from uh, Denver, or uh, a man who's on one of my my most hated lists right now, Mike Williams of uh, the Chargers, <laughs> who just uh, broke my heart last week because the Chiefs decided to just. Keep going man to man, one on one with him, even though he has like six inches on our corners. <laughs> and then for the game winning two point conversion, let's just leave him open by fifteen yards. You know, because you know, that's a good plan. It's funny. The only reason I picked him up in this league is for the simple fact that, for that reason that you just mentioned, and the fact that I may be able to use him to defeat you <laughs> <laughs> in the champ, which would just add insult <laughs> to injury. So. Uh, yeah, Mike Williams, I think, is uh, definitely a threat to get a touchdown. Um, the only thing that going Seems to get- like that's all he go- – if they're in the red zone, it's going to be Mike Williams all the I time. I mean, he's, he's, he's just a, he's a mismatch down there. Um, I actually think his touchdown potential uh, is actually maybe hurt a little bit by Melvin Gordon being around, but he's still a threat to get a touchdown – um, but uh, he is facing Baltimore, and so and he's, it, so he's not playing the incompetency that is uh, no. Bob Sutton's Kansas City Chiefs defense. And it does depend on whether or not Keenan. If Keenan Allen plays, I'm not I'm not going to put Mike Williams in yeah. play. I just can't do that. And then uh, on our uh, injured reserve, we get one injured reserve spot in this league. Uh, Jerry, hold on on to Mr. Le'Veon Bell. Oh yes, in the fourth round and. Uh, I was expecting to keep Ezekiel Elliott in the first round and Cream Hunt in the second round, but then you know Cream Hunt went and did his thing, and so uh, I'm thinking I'm holding on to Darius Geis in the 13th round and going with that lottery ticket and see if uh, Darius Geis uh, becomes something yeah. in the future. Uh, but there's our matchup. We can see who uh, who can win that game. It's serious bragging rights in this game with uh, 
Jerry and I, the only two-time champions in this league. And so the winner will be the first three-time yep. champion. And Jerry's the only one to go back-to-back, which I'm trying to do yep. uh, this week. <laughs> and it is fitting. We did both finish 11-2. and two. Uh, Me first, Jerry second. Oh, due to my, come on. Due to my more impressive oh, scoring ability on. throughout the year. But, uh, <laughs> but at least uh, the, the two top teams did make it uh, this year. Uh, did want to mention that I played – Barely. Barely. Can I give Jerry credit? He uh, – uh, in two leagues, made the championships in both. You know, one with a legitimately good team, another one with a fluke, lucky team. But still, he made championship, <laughs> made a championship in both. So I gotta give you credit for that. In my six leagues, I did make the championships in three, including uh, one with uh, podcast listeners from Locked On Chiefs. So uh, uh, proud nice. of that. With uh, representing, yeah, with a um, solid, uh, a solid ten and three season. The Cascadia Wookies in a PPR league. Uh, kind of the foundation of my team is Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, and Tariq Cohen. Uh, kind of running back, triple head with uh, T- Tyreek Hill. And then my other receiver spot, I've been funneling in and out of Adam Humphreys and that Golden Tate and Larry Fitzgerald. I've had a hard time finding that other number two wide receiver, but uh, uh, who am I thinking about putting in this week? Let's see, this week, I think I just picked up somebody off the waiver wire. Well, I was going to plug in there. Oh, Robbie Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Mr. Anderson, thank you for uh, helping the Cascadia Wookiees, hopefully. So, um, uh, so Jerry, you're uh, this Pre-emptive year. Preemptive, thank you. Yeah, so uh, this year, uh, what's your kind of like big, got any big surprises in Fantasy League this year? Anything uh, uh, shocking to you or any uh, big mistakes you've uh that you made or what, what have you anything stick out to you that you've learned this week as far as uh, strategy and fantasy football and what you think uh, kind of carry on to next year uh, you cannot be successful sitting on your hands playing fantasy football um, you gotta nail your draft um, whatever it is you choose to do whether it's uh, you, you're aiming for more wide receivers or more running backs, they better be solid. They better be solid because if you lose any of them, you could be out. Like, for instance, I had Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, and Todd Gurley in one league, as well as James Conner. And then in another league, I had Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, and Melvin Gordon. Now, this time, the like, past two weeks, I've been hating it. I've barely been able to make it to the playoffs in both in both uh, leagues, but you know somehow I got lucky and I'm here. But and seems like Melvin Gordon's coming back. James Conner doesn't look like he's coming back, so I'm still not at full potential. While Anthony is looking very much more healthy than I am, and his team is basically what he's been, what he's had the whole year. Uh, yeah, for me, it's still I'm also all about stockpiling running backs. Yeah, I feel like there's so few good running backs. So if you can have three great running backs, and then maybe even you know, and then you definitely got to play the waiver wire. So yeah. then when something like Cream Hunt goes on, you can add Spencer Ware. You know, I think, uh, and then you kind of get a, no- a notion of who is kind of banged up or injury prone. You know, like yep. Joe Mixon. You know, when they get hurt, you want, it's nice to have to have a handcuff. You know, it's kind of hard to handcuff all your running backs, but maybe try to handcuff one of them. You know, well, see, that's so the you're thing, prepared. Though. It's like. I understand the handcuff idea, and that may be better during the later stages of there the you season. Go. Yeah, later stages. But in my drafts, I usually draft five running backs, and that's if two, if any of my top two get injured, I can put those other two in and should be able to do almost as good. 
Yeah, and uh, obviously yeah. a slight downgrade. Maybe I get lucky on a player, but for the most part, five running backs. If two of those guys are out for the playoffs, I should still be good. Yeah, I think that is two things that we have in common are our drafting running backs, mm-hmm. um, because to me, it's there's so few of them. And then if you can maximize ones, those, yeah. yeah. So so if you can maximize those, and then I feel like it's so crucial if you can get a top notch running back into your flex spot versus relying upon like a wide receiver three kind of spot, just consistently speaking throughout the year, that's the way to go. Yep. yep. Um, they're just going to get, they're going to get per average more, more chances, more touches. They're going to see just more time with the ball, which means they have better chance of racking up points. Yeah. And I think that having consistency, even though I like to go, I, I like to go upside a lot with my receivers. So I think that's probably why I, like going through running backs, so I get kind of the foundation with my running backs, mm-hmm. then kind of upside with my receivers. And probably the leagues, a couple leagues I didn't do so well, I went with older receivers like Larry Fitzgerald and Doug Baldwin. I think that's going to be the lesson for me next year. Is like I'm going to try to stockpile some younger upside receivers, and um, you know, even guys like who are could be hit and miss like yeah. Tyreek Hill. But I'm going to go Tyreek Hill over somebody like Doug Baldwin. Yeah, um, go for go for younger guys because. Uh, I just think, uh, you know, all in all, it becomes a young man's game. You know, it's uh, where it's like the Raiders have like the oldest team this year. You know, where the average age was like twenty nine, and it's the and it's the it's the oldest uh, right. team in the league. So. And being just being on top of like knowing when a player is starting to slow down. Like anybody who held Des Bryant all year long last year, mm-hmm. big mistake. You should just drop them after the first few weeks because mm-hmm. it was basically the writing was on the wall. He <laughs> just wasn't gonna see those many touches anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I made that mistake and probably paid for it because I could have picked up a bunch of other people <laughs> throughout the year. So, yeah, and I'll give a shout out to our usual co-host uh, Jared, who's not with us uh, today. Um, Jared, uh, I think it's safe to say a little uh, a little down on himself as far as fantasy goes because he's not in the, like he kind of faltered in the play. His teams faltered in the playoffs. I think as a fantasy football player, when you've seen like Bill Simmons talk about it on his fantasy podcast, just like kind of the heartbreaking nature. It's a, it's a lot like real life. It's a lot like being a Kansas City Chiefs fan where you have a great <laughs> regular season, you have home field advantage, you know, you're 11 and two. And then you've been riding people like Melvin Gordon who gets hurt. You've been riding Adam Thielen who like put up like an historically like good year. You know, you, you have Keenan Allen, you have, you, you picked up Aaron Jones, you know, you picked and then, then just one week all, you know, they Aaron jo- and Melvin Gordon gets hurt. Yep. Aaron Jones gets knocked out of a game. Keenan Allen gets knocked out of a game and your season's just done. You know, your season's just done. You've been averaging 120 points a week. And then all of a sudden this team with studs, Andrew Luck at quarterback, you know, who's been on a roll, throwing two touchdowns in every game for like 10 straight games. And then he all of a sudden he's worth like eight points, you know. Yeah. Um, and just all fallers in one game. It's so uh, heartbreaking. But I think that um, just know that consistency over time is really what you, sh- you should be most proud about. Yes, everybody wants to win. And it's great to be in championship games like Jerry and I are in. But that's. It's when it comes to the playoff time, you can put yourself in good positions. You can be like Jerry and snag Elijah McGuire and snag Robbie Anderson and get Derrick Henry late. But in the end, there's so much luck involved in one it comes down to one game. And yeah. don't beat yourself up too much because the Minnesota Vikings put up over 40 points and Adam Thielen's worth two. You know, like how how can you have predicted that was going to happen? Yeah, how do you know Keenan crazy. Allen was going to play the Chiefs who give up? 
you know, two touchdowns and two-point conversion to Mike Williams, but Keenan Allen gets hurt before he catches a pass. You know, it's just you can't plan on that. Try not to beat yourself up too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing you can do. I like playing the game. Of course, it sucks when I lose. Like last year, I didn't win any leagues. It's horrible. It was great. Horrible. (laughs) 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 But, uh, you know, that just made me go, okay, well – Next year is going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think you, you, you can learn. You can learn things from one year to the next. How, how you're going to improve, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, and I think it's a it's been a great year. But I think across the board, I saw that like last week was actually um, it was definitely like the worst week all season for fantasy points. And I think part of that was like defenses have finally kind of caught up to offenses, and I think um, they're just and I think maybe like the injury toll tends to impact offenses more than they impact defenses, yeah. right? When a team like the Chiefs or anybody, I don't want to say all the Chiefs, but they lose their first, they lose their starting guards, and then you play Baltimore and play San Diego, teams with good pass rushes, all of a sudden um, you're not going to put up as many points. You know, right. and it seems like teams kind of figured out after seeing game film all year, this is how you slow down the Rams. This is how you slow down the Saints. It took it takes like one team, like the Cowboys did with the Saints, to kind of show a blueprint mm-hmm. to slow down these offenses. And so, uh, yeah, so across the board, uh, you look on uh, fantasy football Twitter feeds, uh, people just cussing, oh, <laughs> cussing so much about how uh, the last week went down. Uh, I do want to go over uh, some uh, side bets Jerry and I made at the beginning of the year. Jerry and I usually make a couple of side bets, and we we tend to uh, uh, always push on our side yeah, bets. Basically. And we got a chance to push again. But right now, <laughs> I'm up. We'll go through our side bets here. Uh, Chiefs versus 49ers, straight up. All right, easy money for the no, Chiefs. No, no, it wasn't. Easy money no, it wasn't. for the look, Chiefs. Look, look, Garoppolo was on his way to a comeback <laughs> win in that game late in the fourth quarter <laughs> until he got injured. And beat hard, came in and ruined everything. That is all I have to say about that. Chiefs got it. That, 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 that should have been mine. The one that time, should have been mine. Uh, one time the Chiefs were helped out by the officials this year, too. The Phantom two-point conversion. Oh, yeah. on that one too. But uh, Chiefs at home, easy money. All right. Uh, Bears versus Chiefs regular record at the end of the regular season. I thought this one was in the bank. No, baby. But uh, the Bears, um, man, if they wouldn't have blown the game, you know, Trubisky wouldn't have gotten hurt. They Jerry probably would in this uh, yep. league because uh, they lost at the, they still should have beat the Giants, but uh, they lost to the Giants in OT. Well, I mean, that was his first game back from two week. No, no, it was actually that, that was Chase Daniel. Oh, and that they, one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Although it's kind of a miracle that the Bears, you know, the the, the NFL likes to talk like they care about player safety. But this is an example that shows they did not care about player safety at all. The the Bears played a Sunday night game. I think it was the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Sunday night game. And then had to play on Thursday on Thanksgiving oh. on the road at the Lions. I didn't was, realize Yeah, that. on the road at the Lions on a short week. And Chase Daniel came in and won that game. And then they had extra time to repair but had to go on the road to the Giants. And I think the Giants probably put up as many points on any this on the Bears crazy. as anybody. I think 30-27 in yeah. OT or whatever. Uh, so just the NFL is just crazy. But uh, Chiefs up by one game on the Bears. Uh, but uh, Chiefs got to go to Seattle. And Seattle's still playing for a playoff spot. So that's a uh, And they have been looking pretty good. They have been looking pretty damn good recently. And apparently there's a new name that's trying to stick with the Seattle Seahawks oh, yeah? right now, the firing squad. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, – after team like so there's been six teams that after they played him, uh, their coach has been uh, coach has been fired. <laughs> Although they did lose, you know, the, 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 but this is actually this the thing that happens in NFL. 
on one hand, it's like the Chiefs have had extra time to prepare. Yeah. You know, got a bad taste in their mouth, losing by one point against a division rival, and they had a chance to, like, wrap up the division, put home field advantage, like, on lockdown, and have extra time to prepare. Go to Seattle. They are favored by two and a half. Uh, Seattle loses at San Francisco at a game that normally – San Francisco should want to tank, right, to get the number one pick in the draft. But with Richard Sherman there, like San Francisco plays like it's their Super Bowl, basically. Beats the uh, beats the Niners. And so you think uh, – So I knew that ahead. was going to happen. Oh, really? I did. I did. I just – I wasn't I wasn't brave enough to actually do it on the pick I picked the other way, yeah. yeah. Exactly uh, right. But, uh, yeah, because it's a division game. If you look back, mm-hmm. it, those games are always close. Always, for whatever reason. And, you know, they haven't been good for – well, since Shanahan got there, really, which was, what, this year? So – or late last year? Um, so, yeah. I mean, that wasn't very hard to see as somebody that sees Seahawks games a lot and knows a little bit and knows a lot of Seahawks fans. Um, but, but yeah, uh, it's going to be – and it's crazy. So, usually the Seahawks would have the 12th, 12th man. Sure. But you guys are coming from a place that where you have the 12 minutes. So yeah. you're used to that type of noise. So I wonder if it's like – if it's going to even affect you at all. Well, there's for, for some reason, it's kind of odd um, that Mahomes and the offense is actually better on the road than it has been at home. But the Chiefs' defense is much worse on the road than it is at home. Like, the Chiefs' defense on the road is, like, historically bad. I mean, historically bad. Where at home, they're, like, kind of competent. <laughs> but, but Mahomes' numbers are actually uh, better on the road. Um, but it's going to be an interesting game. So uh, there's one game up. Uh, the Bears can still get the two-seed. Because they're just one game back of the Rams, and they own the tiebreaker over the Rams. So Bears got plenty to play for. Uh, Bears play at the Niners, and then they get uh, Minnesota uh, game uh, last week of the season, which could be kind of crazy because they may end up playing. If they end up as the three seed, they could end up playing Minnesota back-to-back weeks. Oh, playing. man. Yeah. So they could division rivals could have to suit up back-to-back, oh, which actually man. happened with the Chiefs and the Raiders like in the early 90s. Um all right, so we got that one. Uh, Mahomes versus Trubisky, uh, passer rating in the regular season. Uh, I got that in the bag. Jerry's still trying to uh, think that Mahomes <laughs> is somehow going to falter, but uh, that's in the bag for yes, me. Yes, I was totally wrong about Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes has been phenomenal this year. Uh, <laughs> which, 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 which I don't know. And Mahomes, better than 17th among quarterbacks in fantasy points. You know, I mean that's that was easy money there, brother. That's well, I figured money. I figured it would it would uh, cancel out the one the next one that you're yeah. About offset uh, Anthony the idiot uh, having faith in Sammy Watkins <laughs> staying healthy. Sammy Watkins didn't finish in the top thirty six among wide receivers. Yeah, that did not happen. And, then, <laughs> and I knew that was the perfect number too. And I was then, like, that's a lot of people. I wouldn't have made this bet like I wouldn't have made this bet after the Khalil Mack trade. Stupid Bears over under six and a half wins. Um, <laughs> looking pretty dumb on that one. I think. So right now I'm up four to two, so that would uh, snag me a. Sweep. Oh no 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 no! See see, Khalil Mack definitely helped, definitely helped their defense. But I'm telling you, had he not gone there, they still would have gone gotten six and a half wins. Probably, uh, I'll give you that. They uh, they're much better than what I thought they were going to be, no doubt about it. But Khalil Mack kind of sealed the deal, and I think Mack. Oh man, he just I think took, put him over the top. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm up four to two. Um, but if the Chiefs falter uh, and the Bears overtake them, which still is possible, then uh, we we would push once again. Well, so. who do you guys play after the Seattle Raiders at home? 
<laughs> and of course, that's the last game. And it's division. And you're expecting them to win it. <laughs> this is the one where Derek Carr does some magic somehow in overtime and yeah. gets <laughs> one of one of the all-time uh one of the all-time reasons that the Chiefs like hate John Gruden is there <laughs> Is a time where the Raiders had nothing to play for, uh-huh. and they cost the Chiefs a playoff game. Oh, like no. I want to say it was like forty-one to thirty-eight or thirty-eight thirty-five on some last-second field goal, and John Gruden's jumping up and down like he just won the Super Bowl. So it just has, <laughs> has a bad taste in mouth. So if John Gruden is going to be jumping up and down like a raving idiot because he cost the Chiefs like the one seat or whatever, it's gonna. Really pissed me off. You know he's gonna do it. Uh, you know he's gonna be I'm, trying to I'm do a, just. Oh, that. he's gonna try for sure. <laughs> Hope the Chiefs win by forty. But um, is it in Oakland? No. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, that's, the, that's the last good. game, the most likely, the last game in Oakland uh, is gonna be uh, is uh, this Monday night against Denver uh, because Oakland because Oakland is suing the Raiders. So the Raiders said, if you sue us, we're not gonna lease your stadium next year. So the Raiders are, as of now, are nomads. Nobody, know, they don't know where they're going to play next year. But that's likely the last game at, uh, in Oakland uh, is this Monday night. Um, it's going to make it hard to win next year yeah. too, huh? And I wanted to give a quick uh, best ball update. Um, I'm in thir- oh yeah, I'm in thirteen drafts in best ball. I in that thirteen dollars, I invested sixty dollars in those drafts. And I'm projected to win 62. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. I just want to get rid of my of my best team. I actually had to – the one and only team I'm in first place in this league. I had to survive having no quarterback in week 12. What? Yeah. Because I had – this is the quarterbacks I drafted. Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh-huh. And then as an idiot throughout – Virtually all of my best ball drafts, I drafted Sam Bradford in like the last round in all these drafts. And so, yeah, so Sam Bradford out of the league quickly. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt in week three. And so I only only had Mahomes. No, so it was a bye week in week 12. So I had one week where I actually had no quarterback. Uh, But I'm still in first place. I got Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon, uh, Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, Tevin Coleman, Eric Ebron, uh, Allen Robinson. So that's been my... Oh, that's in the that's, bag. That's been my best team. That's in the bag. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm really like the uh, – and then, unfortunately, uh, I have Le'Veon Bell. I'm still in the money because every every league I drafted Le'Veon Bell, I, I drafted James Conner too. Yeah. So, I, so, I've done all, so I've done all right in those leagues. So so I'm about to break even and maybe win $2 of my best ball, yeah, those- which is actually worth it because like just to have like drafts that actually mean something, it's kind of worth – you know, kind of worth putting a little money on them and you yeah. know, breaking even. And then that money that I get paid back, I'll just, re- I'll just reinvest it for next year. Yeah, and all those people that like – Drafted Le'Veon Bell and didn't and are crying about it. I mean, come on, you knew it was going to be his probably his last year in Pittsburgh. You knew he was going to ask for money. You should have drafted his backup, like drafted him or picked him up off waivers, like first week. So, uh, yeah, you definitely want to prepare for things like that, especially when somebody's holding out. You definitely want to uh, take precautions because you're it's kind of, you know, it's just kind of. Pre- Getting insurance. It's basically like getting insurance on your on your fancy car you got, right? Yeah. So you gotta gotta protect uh, your investment. Um, so as we are heading into um, these final weeks of the real NFL season, 
how you feeling about uh, who you think's going to emerge out of uh, when the playoffs are all said and done? Let's give a little preview of how you think uh, this regular season is going to finish. And right now, of course, we don't know how injuries are going to play out. But um, how you think now things are uh, are looking? It's looking pretty good to me, man. I mean, this looks like to be it's going to be an exciting playoff. Quite honestly, I think Bears make it. Uh, he's make Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Your Super Bowl pick. And uh, who do you think's coming out of the AFC? I have no clue. <laughs> Quite honestly, <laughs> who do you think is going to come out of the AFC? Wow, um, that is a damn fine question. <laughs> um, you know, it's, what maybe three weeks ago, I would have taken Chiefs, Patriots, Rams, Saints yep. against the field. Easy, three weeks ago, and now it's all in flux. Um, like <laughs> uh, in my mind, just a couple weeks ago, it's was like, even with the Bears' great defense, it's like, man, how are they going to go on the road and beat, you know, win a wild card game against somebody like Minnesota, and then go on the road and beat the Rams, and then go on the road again and beat 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 New Orleans? You know, it's like. Yeah, I can see one of them, but man, back-to-back weeks going on the road to beat the Rams in New Orleans just three weeks ago seemed unthinkable. But now I was like, oh, the, Bear, the Bears can do it. The Bears can shut these teams down. Um, I'm still, I mean, I'll still go chalk and go with the uh, and go with the Saints. Saints? It's coming out of the NFC. Uh, they, their defense has been playing better. They got a running game. They're going to have home field advantage throughout. They got the Super Bowl quarterback. They got the coach. Um, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna stick with the Saints. So if it is the Saints and the Bears, so you think the Saints and the Bears are gonna make it Super Bowl? No. So they're in the just, Saints. just the top of the. So they're in the con. So they're in the NFC. So you think Kansas City is gonna so make the Super Bowl? So to jinx them, I'm gonna say San Diego is gonna go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> How's that? I'm going to San Diego. San Diego's hot. San Diego's hot. <laughs> Philip Rivers is the MVP, you know, tearing it up. I'm going to go San Diego. All of a sudden, Mike Williams. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, I, at this point, I, st- I have ultimate faith in Mahomes. You know, Bob Sutton in the defense is doing all that they can uh, to, to ruin Mahomes' magic. But um, one thing that I think not enough people are talking about the Chargers Chiefs games, Chiefs game was that that was Eric Berry's return game, and Berry just it was all it was planned ahead of time, and they stuck to the script, mm-hmm. which I wish they wouldn't have, but they stuck to the script, and they only played Berry in the first half, and in the first half with Berry on the field at home, the Chiefs defense only gave up seven points. Barry, not on the field. They gave up 22 in the second half. Um, they're up by 14 with five, oh, just over five minutes to go. The Chargers, you know, they've had um, – I mean, there's two ways to look at it. They've had like two big wins on the road. They came back from two scores against the Steelers and against the Chiefs. So there's one way to look at it. Phillip Rivers and his 22 kids are a team of destiny, right? <laughs> he's got he's got like number 20 – he's like kid like number 26 on the way. I don't know. You, you, have to, you have to fact check me on that and how many kids he's got. But um, He's got a few. He's about to form – He's he, got a few. He's, he, can, he can almost field one side of the football he, – he, <laughs> he can almost have one side of the football field with his kids. He can almost do a uh, – like a five on five game with his kids. I think if you throw him and his wife in, I think they can do five on five. Right? I knew five on five. Um, so one way it's like, are they they're a team of destiny, or is that just not sustainable? And so, um, and so right now with the Chiefs being there, one seed, yeah, I'll go with them. But no, I'm gonna go uh, jinx the uh, the Chargers, who uh, 
hopefully will lose to the Baltimore Ravens because I'm giving them so much praise right now. <laughs> um, oh, so that's chalk. That's the one seed. But I, th- but I would have been shocked, you know, a couple weeks ago if it wasn't one of those four teams. And now if the Bears um, upset and make it, I would not I would not be surprised uh, because. Uh, the de- de- you know defense still hashtag defenses matter you know well their defense has been like the backbone of the team throughout that that and Matt Nagy's play play calling um so they're a good mix they're a good mix so they don't need to depend depend on Trubisky too often you know for the most part uh, Matt Nagy can design plays to make it easier for him and the defense is just gonna do what it does and shut people down <laughs> get at the quarterback. Get a friggin' uh, fumble recovery touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it's an old cliche, but defenses do travel, you know? Yeah. So a high-powered offense like the Rams um, isn't going to do well when they have to go to Chicago in the cold. But Chicago's defense is still going to be a good defense if it's in the Superdome, you know, whatever, wherever, wherever that defense plays, yeah, it's still going to be a solid defense. And I think the only... The only team I'll be worried about the Chicago Bears playing would be really Kansas City. Because as bad as Kansas City's defense is, Mahomes makes every defense he plays against look slow. (laughs) And if you look at their defense plays, we were talking about this earlier before the podcast, they're breathing hard after a freaking first... After the first five minutes, <laughs> five mm-hmm. ten minutes of the game, they're already breathing hard. It's like they're just chasing them around. You can't get, a, you can't. He's like the Road Runner. <laughs> That's my nickname for him, the Road Runner. You just, you can't get your hands on him. And then you're doing all this running throughout the game. You're just getting slower and slower and slower as the game progresses. So he's, you know, Mahomes is a man of uh, many names. I think he'll be known as uh, MVP of the league uh, soon. Um, but uh, he likes to go by Showtime. Uh, there's also Patty Cakes, which I've heard that he's going to sign like an endorsement deal for a cereal. This is a true story as far as I know. It's not a joke. <laughs> that Patty Flakes. Patty Flakes. <laughs> yeah, for a cereal. Um, known as the Gunslinger. Um, I like Magic and Magician because he does a lot of magic. I think he's pretty magical back there. Um, the quarterback that was promised. Um, <laughs> quarterback Jesus, another one. Of course, Mahomie is an easy Mahomie. one. Uh, Potomac Bomb is another one. Um, Jerry throws out Roadrunner. I like calling him the kid, you know, because you know what a kid is, you know? A kid's the uh, baby goat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so it's been an exciting year. So we'll come back next week and we'll uh, reveal uh, who's crying over their uh, fantasy uh. football loss. Is it Jerry or I? And who's uh, celebrating with yet another fantasy football title? So, uh, for Jared, who couldn't make it today, and for Jerry, thanks for listening. I'm Anthony. This has been 4th in 20 Fantasy Football Podcast on the Let's Hash It Out Network. Peace out. Pretty nice. Maybe you should execute that trade.